This is Be Real, a podcast for big-hearted teen girls and other people who are tired of faking it. I'm your host slash new big sister, Eliza Reynolds. Hey! And here is where I hang out with you and sometimes some badass guests as we figure out together how to turn up the volume on being more of our real selves. Kind of a relief, right? Let's do this. Hi, my loves, and welcome to a new episode of Be Real. Eliza here, and today, dun, 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 we got a doozy. We're talking about parents. (laughs) Hang in there with me. Trust me. Unlike perhaps any other conversation you've had or listened into about parents, this is one that's really in your better interest, is not going to tell you you need to change who you are, and is actually going to make yourself and your life easier. You ready? Now, I am not new to the fact that talking about parents, your relationship to parents, is not most preteens and teens' favorite subject. I'm very used to like, oh, Eliza, do I have to? And the eye rolls. And maybe, just maybe, want to cheer you on and name you here if you're like, what are you talking about? I'm stoked to talk about parents. Ah, welcome. So delighted to have you here. (laughs) Now back to the high majority that is eye rolling and frustrated, right? With these conversations. Now, how do I know that? Well, before Badass Girls, I ran a business with my mama for almost 13 years, 12 years, something like that, called Mothering and Daughtering. We wrote a book together that's called Mothering and Daughtering. You can get it. I wrote it when I was 19. You can go visit my 19-year-old self. She's chill. (laughs) And it's all about creating a relationship on your terms where we're not just surrendering, rolling our eyes and throwing up a brick wall and being like, whatever, I'll survive my relationship with my parents in the preteen and teen years. Because here's the thing. I think we should all, and all of y'all preteens and teens should be pissed that there are not more conversations about relating to our parents, conversations amongst us, conversations for us that are not led by parents, where you are in the lead, where big siblings, big sisters, mentors, intergenerational community is having these conversations. Because what is so normal in the teenage years? And preteens, maybe you're also hearing this, maybe you've seen these jokes and TV shows and stuff. Maybe you feel like, oh, it's coming down the road or it's in your life. How do people mostly talk about parents and specifically about moms? Because this feels like an important dynamic here at Badass Girls to name. It's mostly a lot of eye rolls and moms are so lame and embarrassing. And oh my God, so embarrassed by my mom. And mom, stop this and mom, stop that. And just like finding things wrong with our parents and generally feeling really frustrated and annoyed, right? And then there's the whole culture of like lying to your parents being normal and cool, right? Like, oh, don't tell your mom about it. And then the culture of lying, I think really sucks because it's exhausting to like carry a lie. And lying is different than, you know, privacy. There's a difference between secrecy and privacy. I think privacy is awesome. We all deserve it. We all have the right to it. And secrecy feels different. You can usually feel it in your body. It feels heavy. It feels sometimes anxiety producing. It feels like it's a burden, right? And so I don't want y'all to have to carry that. 
And I am calling this episode, How to Get Your Parents to Stop Annoying You. Because I know a lot of y'all are annoyed. Maybe it's all the time. Maybe it's just a little bit and you feel bad for admitting it because you like are tight with your parent and you love them and you feel guilty. It's okay. We get to have all the feelings. And I'm also calling it, it's not what you think. Because it ain't, (laughs) y'all. And how we talk about daughtering and our relationship with our parents at Badass Girls and, you know, on this podcast is a little different than our cultural narrative and the main story that we have. Now, before we dive, dive in for real, I want to give a shout out that if you are listening to this in July 2020, we are in the middle of the Be Real July podcast club. It's the best. And I want to invite you to join us. Come hang out, come journal, come get more real, come meet other amazing badass humans that hang out with me and the badass girls team. It is totally free. We're just making magic and meaning and community in this weird ass summer. You can go to badassgirls.me forward slash July to find out all the details and join and get the online journal and get all the links for joining our private Zoom calls with me where I can answer your questions and we'll feel all the feelings and probably have a spontaneous dance party and all that good stuff. So come hang. Shout out for those of y'all listening now. All right, you ready? All right. I've decided to make this into three things. I love my numbers. I love being organized. You know, I sometimes feel like my brain is a bullet point (laughs) list. Not all the time. I'm also deeply creative, but it is really helpful for me. So if you love that, you're in a good place. All right. Number one, how to get your parents to stop annoying you. Your parents want to know how you're doing. All right. That's me. It seems so obvious. Hopefully it does. (laughs) Let's hang in there for a sec. You might be like, yeah. Hi, Sherlock. They ask me a million and one questions. I am exhausted. Yeah. So let's take a moment. Take a breath. (sighs) They ask these questions because they care, because they love you so much, because they love you more than there are words And, you know, I want to acknowledge when I use the word they, I'm using they consciously, not only as a gender neutral pronoun, not assuming your parents, gender identity, and also plural, right? More than one parent or guardians or folks who love you or fill that role in your life. But also because we might have parents, you might, I know I do, members of my community do, where some parents aren't really available. They're not that great at loving or communication or being present in our lives. Yeah. It's kind of vulnerable for me to say, (laughs) of course, but just noticing like the discomfort in my own body that like, that's really possible for me with my mom to know that she's really showing up and she really loves me. And a lot of what I'm going to talk about in this episode applies to her. Right. And that's not the case for my dad. My dad is not able to really see me or meet me emotionally. I think he would say he thinks, you know, like he would (laughs) disagree. But what matters to me is how I feel and my truth. And so I just want to pause to acknowledge that, that 
some of y'all listening in may have many adults who this feels true for, whether it's a parent, an auntie, and some of us may have one, could be a teacher, could be an older mentor, could be a grandparent. Maybe you've lost a parent who's no longer alive, you're no longer in relationship with, or in this season of life, you're not. So just wanted to pause and honor that and say my version of me too. So for the parents who are there, they want to know how you're doing. Even if it feels annoying, just take a moment to notice it's because you're loved, <laughs> right? So the impact might be that you feel annoyed. The intent is that they love you so much. So you have two options here. You can basically low-key keep denying them. Maybe not so low-key, meaning being like, oh, mom, stop asking me that. Or, you know, lying or kind of putting up a wall or telling them a half-truth or not really being open. And you can see how that goes for you. I'll tell you how it's gone for me and for people in my community. Not very well. Meaning your parent, your mom becomes a place of like near constant frustration. Like going home feels like a battlefield, you know, like you're not going home to an ally who has your back. You feel like they're kind of your enemy. And that's an intense word to say, right? But that's kind of how it can be in teen girl culture is like kids against parents. I'm so over it. I think it's so dumb. I think actually with a few simple things, we can build amazing relationships with adults who have our back and just call BS on it being cool to be like anti-adults. We need community of all ages and that includes folks who are older than us. And yeah, your parents like got to get it together and grow and listen to you and actually show up to build that relationship. It's not like default, all adults and parents are so amazing, but it's like, building real relationship. So that's option one. Here's option two. You decide to give them something real. And this is not because they're forcing you. This is because you are your own person. Instead of just being like, okay, whatever, I'm just going to survive in this relationship through the teenage years. You're like, no, I'm going to show up. I have my own vision and my own dreams for this relationship. I know how I want it to feel. And here's some words come up for me. You tell me what words come up for you. I want to feel safe in my relationship with, and I'm going to use my mom here because that's who it is in my life. I want to feel safe in my relationship with my mom. I want to feel loved. I want to feel like she has my back. I want to feel like she's really listening to me. I want to feel like I'm a priority. I want to feel like we get to be different and we get to be the same. I want to feel like it's okay to fight. It's okay to be angry at her. I want to feel celebrated. I want to feel... Like I sometimes don't have to talk with her. I want to feel like it's okay for me to say no and she won't take it personally. I mean, I could keep going and going, but you see, I have a vision and a dream that I've cultivated for this relationship rather than just just rolling my eyes and like just reacting to my mom's enthusiastic dreams for our relationship because trust me, she's got a lot of them. (laughs) And I bet many of you have a parent as well who's like, I want to hang out with you. I want to do these things. I want to do all those things. And I want... To invite you to show up. You're not a little kid anymore. If you're listening to this podcast, if you're a preteen or a teen, you are headed into either the epic teenage years or you're on the cusp of adulthood. And these are magical, important, beautiful years. People are going to talk crap about these years, right? Like, oh, it's so lame and hard to be a teen. It is intense to be a teen. And you know what makes it more intense? Not having relationships with adults who have your back. And you get to be a part of creating that by asking for it, 
by drawing boundaries, by learning how to up-level your communication so you can say what you mean, you know, without just pressing every adult's button ever by being grumpy and cranky. Real talk, I'm the queen of mood swings and I was like really epic (laughs) making my mom so frustrated so quickly and it didn't help me or her, okay? Even though it was like weirdly satisfying sometimes to annoy her. So I call this, this active choice, daughtering. Yes, gendered. We're a badass girls crew here. I'm also use they, them pronouns. It's an exploration. It's an expansive thing. So find other words that work for you. And I'm going to talk about daughtering today. So daughtering is being active in your relationship with your parents so that they know the real you. If you want them to see you, you have to show them. It means not settling. It means co-creating a relationship. So decide on your terms. How and when are you going to show them who you are? That might be, hey, mama, I had this idea of how we were going to hang out. Or like, hey, could we talk about this thing? Creating time to be together, being brave and saying some real things, giving them feedback, reading a book about communication together. Like, yes, I know this is not the most normal mainstream thing, but since when were you normal, honey? (laughs) And I say normal in quotes because whatever, it's a whole concept. I'm here to be weird and have a lot of feelings and be real. And like, this is your relationship. What if it could be cool? And to me, cool is just rocking unapologetically what you've got going on. Be cool to be real with your parent, okay? Because guess what? When they feel like they know how you're doing, yes, you can still be private, but basically they know how you're doing. They have touch points where you are open with them. They are going to get off your bike. They're going to chill way more if you're feeling they're very annoying because you got to tell them, here's how I want to communicate. Here's how I want to connect. Here's my love language. You know, I'm a big fan of that one. And that all comes from you showing up. The thing is, if you're not doing that, they're going to keep being annoying. If you're not communicating or talking with them, they're going to keep being annoying because they want to know how you are. And I, for one, do not think that's crazy because they love you and they care and they want to make sure you're safe. And so communicate. Communicate, communicate, communicate. Woohoo. All right. E number two. You ready? They want you to have good friends they trust. Now, maybe I can see a few of you like (laughs) shaking your heads with me because you had perhaps an experience of a parent being like, I don't like them, or who are you hanging out with, or I love that person. Okay. Parents can have feelings and opinions about who you hang out with. Let's be real for a second here, okay? I mean, we just literally, the last episode, if you haven't listened to it, go listen to it. It's about friendships. There's toxic community and non-toxic community. And let's be real. Some of the people you've hung out with have not been the best. Me too, okay? I've made some poor friend choices. (laughs) To that point, I've made some poor dating choices. So, you know, my mom having opinions about some of my exes, I now see was maybe on point. Well, at the time, I felt deeply betrayed. <laughs> and I don't mean like real deal betrayed. I mean like I was hurt. So they want you to have friends that you trust. They want you to have mentors and big sisters and community and adults that you trust. So here's our little life hack. Show them that you are supported. Show them that you go to people other than them that they trust and know and respect. Maybe it's like a teacher, a guidance counselor, a mentor. I'm talking about that a lot in two episodes from now, about mentors and how to find them and 
all those good things. Cause I think that's so important. We're really into mentorship over here. Obviously I have mentors y'all that I talk to like every week. It's life-changing and amazing. Have friends who your parents know, who look them in the eyes, who shake their hands, who also are with you and being like, hey, it's normal. It's cool to have relationships with adults. Some of my childhood friends love my mom. (laughs) Okay. They are so tight with my mom. My mom, like, they would like come over and hang out my house sometimes and they would like talk to my mom about things that like they didn't feel open or easy talking to their parents about. And I would do the same sometimes with their parents, you know? And I, this is very real talk. I'm so grateful for this because my parents got divorced when I was in college. It was really hard. And it was my college graduation, um, which was, whole thing. And like both of my parents were coming. It was the first time they were going to see each other since being divorced. And I was like basically dreading it, but very paradoxically, you know, it's a big deal. Really excited to graduate. All my friends, a lot of us are graduating together at college. It was really exciting. And I literally put out like a group text call to my childhood friends. And I was like, Hey, I need help. You know, my parents, you know, my family, can you please come for my graduation? I know some of you were already going to because like you love me, but like, I'm serious. Like, can you make an effort for this? Cause I'm calling in backup because I need people who can be cushioned and be loving and have my back and know my family. And they were all like, yes, we're there. And I'm going to cry. They were just like angels that weekend. They just like floated around, like talking (laughs) Oh, what they love, movies and theater and what they're studying and who they are in the world with like all of my family. And yeah, it was still a weird, hard weekend in some ways for me. And I don't think that'll ever change, but they made it full of such love. And this is the crew that we made it normal to like hang with adults and parents and not lie to our parents and like, yeah, have private stuff and have our own lives. But We were there for each other and our parents were part of that. And so while, yeah, your parents might feel annoying and overbearing sometime, like life hack, how can you find the reality in that? Which is you also want friends that are amazing. And if your parents aren't seeing that, that's on them. How can you tell them about your amazing friends so they know you're not alone? Like, do you tell your parents about the good stuff? I was talking to one of the girl, one of my girls last week in one of my circles and she was like, my mom is like, so, (laughs) so like thinks my life is a disaster. And I'm like, well, do you just tell her about the stuff that's hard or do you also tell her about the moments of joy? And she was like, oh, I just go to her when I want to complain. I'm like, that's okay. So that's great to realize. Love that you're telling her about the hard stuff. Can you also make time to tell her about the people you trust, who you love, who have your back? The people you're, you went to last week, the time you talked to your mentor, your big sister or your guidance counselor when you felt anxious. So she's like, wow. <laughs> wow, my girl's got it. She's supported. She's surrounding herself with amazing crew. Because I promise when you're doing that, your parent is going to chill way much more because they're going to know you're held and you're loved. And I can even hear, I know some parents listen to this. I can hear some parents being like, yeah, that'd be amazing to know. (laughs) And you know, point three, This isn't a conversation I have with little kids about parents. And so I want to have this like big sister to younger sister here. Your parents are imperfect humans too. And that's intense. 
I know I felt when I hit the teenage years, I call it like my Wizard of Oz moment. Have you ever seen the Wizard of Oz? Because, you know, they go on that like epic yellow brick road adventure and trying to meet this big Oz and then they pull back the curtain and it's just this guy pulling these levers. And it honestly felt like that for me. I don't remember the day or the moment, but it was like kind of early in my teenage years of being like, oh my God, my parents do not have all the answers. They don't know all the things. And for a while when I was younger, I just really felt that. I think it's normal to, you know, the magical thinking of childhood to look at our parents and be like, wow, they know all the things. <laughs> and I just, it might feel kind of scary. I know it felt kind of scary to me to let in like, wow, like my mom's just trying to figure it out. She doesn't know. Yeah. Like she has more lived experience than me in a lot of ways, but she doesn't know. And I want to say to you, if you're like letting that in or you can relate to having that moment, if it feels a little scary, I want to share the next point that I realized, which is that like, if my parent is imperfect and doesn't know, and is going to be messy and make mistakes and be vulnerable and hopefully show up for the repair and the growth and the conversations afterwards that, you know, accountability and responsibility for their feelings and actions, then guess what? I get to be imperfect too. And so do you. Like, you don't have to be perfect. You get to make mistakes. You get to expect failure. And we call failures revelations here at Badass Girls. Like, you know, we're always going to keep messing up and having hard feelings and having messy moments. And so (laughs) this is number three in my list today of how to get your parents to stop annoying you. Because I think one of the reasons we can get annoyed or embarrassed is thinking that our parents are like supposed to be perfect or supposed to like (laughs) be able to read our minds. And as we grow up, we can start to be like, whoa, they're not, they're humans. And maybe just that little inch of space can help us feel a little bit less annoyed because we can feel like, wow. I know for me when I can feel like, wow, my mom's trying. It doesn't mean I'm not still holding her to be responsible for her feelings and how it made me feel when we have a hard conversation or we get into a fight, but I'm able to see that, you know, with the perspective of not a six-year-old anymore, you know, and under that is like with their imperfections, a big word that comes up for me is success. Like our parents have this idea that's based on their feelings of like, they want us to be successful. (laughs) A lot of air quotes are unsuccessful. Because everyone defines success differently. It might look like a certain kind of job or money or relationship. It might look like joy. It might look like stability, right? It might look like friendships. But they want us to be successful. They want us to be well-launched and happy. They care. And I say, I put this under the category of like your parent is imperfect because your definition of success might not line up with your parents and your definition of what successful life is probably emerging. I know for me, it has a lot to do with being my real self and, you know, seeking joy, doing more of what lights me up, having relationships where I am nurture and am nurtured, where I'm met, where it's non-toxic community. A lot of what we're talking about in these four episodes in July, 2020 around the Badass Girls Podcast Club. And in some ways, a lot of ways, my mom actually identifies with that, but I think she hasn't always lined up. You know, she had stories around like that I had to go to college and things. I'm like, yeah, college can be really great, can be really important. And there's a lot messed up in our education system and the way that we're told to value ourselves through grades. 
And so it's complicated. And so how can you give your parent a little space and yourself a little space around being imperfect? This can be one of the most liberating things of all. All right, my loves. If it is July 2020 and you are in the podcast club, if not, come hang out. We're going to be talking this Thursday all about how to do this, real conversations with your parents. I'm sure there's going to be so many hysterical stories from people. We will complain, we will celebrate, and we will find ways to make life so much easier with your parents. This is actually one of my favorite conversations, and I think it might become yours too when you see how amazing it makes your life. All right, my loves, remember, you deserve such amazing support from your parent, and when you show up, it gets so much easier. Love you. Talk soon. All right. Thanks for hanging with me today, love. If you want more, we got more. Head over to badassgirls.me to get some good free stuff like Spotify playlists to keep you feeling awesome, videos, more real talk, and to go on adventures with us in our and in real life in our programs. I've got the best team. They're amazing. I can't wait for you to meet them. Let's talk soon. You got this.